Welcome back to another episode of 2X, the podcast where I share resources and tips that will help you grow your business twice as fast. Uh, in this other short episode, we'll talk a bit about uh, managing and setting expectations. The reason why expectations are so important is because whether or not someone gets a good experience or a bad experience, the, the easiest way to put it is it boils down to expectation. If someone has low expectations of your product and services and you exceed that expectation, basically you blow them away. They have a good experience. They are happy. They like your product. They're willing to make more referrals and they will be more willing to stay with you as well. Uh, on the flip side, if they have a certain expectation of what they deem basic service, whether it be reasonable or not, and if you don't fulfill that expectation, then they have a bad experience. And that, that le leads to bad reviews, uh, you know, people complaining about your company, bad service calls, those kind of things. So all you have to really understand is uh, as you think about how can you improve retention, how can you keep happy customers, it really all, all boils down to setting and managing those expectations. So number one, when you think about expectation, you need to understand what is the baseline. What is the expectation that has already been defined uh, out there whether you like it or not. Because uh, for example, there may be certain competitors or people that provide similar services to you that have already kind of set the tone for what engagement typically looks like. And if you fail to meet that expectation, uh, there is usually a negative uh, relationship to that. So I'll give you an example. So nowadays, if you, if you run a product company, e-commerce, if you're doing some form of shipping, it becomes quite challenging because Amazon has already set that expectation around almost uh, instantaneous delivery, right? So sadly, if you have a product that takes almost a month to get up to a customer, it's not that uh, that is absolutely impossible for you to build business around, but you have to make sure that you really clearly communicate that because if they have an expectation that products are usually going to come to their doorstep very quickly because that's what they're used to, then they will feel that, oh, this company takes forever to give me my products. They will be disappointed, right? So understand what is the existing expectation out in the market and then make sure that if you don't fulfill that, you're clearly communicating so that you can kind of shift the goalposts with the customer and that they know what they're buying into. Make sense? Uh, so current competitors, maybe past experiences, marketplaces, that all affects their kind of existing perception of what they will expect from a product or service. Um, the other thing to be mindful about is uh, understanding the difference between your expectation and the customer's expectation. You may expect certain things, both from your product, but also from your customers, uh, but they may expect some, uh, a completely different set of things. So make sure you go out, do that discovery, interview your customers, and, and kind of try to understand what do they think is fair? What do they understand? Uh, what do they think is outrageous? What do they think is too little? Because these kind of things can even affect things like pricing. So uh, one example that you can hear from probably if you've listened to the Masters of Skill uh, podcast by Reid Hoffman, founder of uh, LinkedIn, he talks about how Warby Parker in the interview, they shared their experience around pricing. And people at the time in the marketplace already had a fixed perception around uh, what glasses eyewear is supposed to be priced at. You know, they used to that or $500 price tag around good quality lenses and designer frames. And they understood that the cost is actually way, way, way below that. 
and they were able to produce glasses at less than $50. I think it was close to about $10 or $20 per, per pair. Uh, but they found that because there was that existing perception, existing expectation of what pricing meant, because their pricing differed so greatly, uh, customers, even though it's cheaper, which in, in theory should be a good thing, it, it negatively affected the brand because uh, customers would, uh, would have a, an implication that it's of a low quality or if it's like it maybe it doesn't work it's broken or the lenses are not designed properly so you have to understand what customers expect and why they expect those kind of things and therefore adjust in how you communicate to realign those expectations to set those expectations and to manage it i'll i'll kind of end this with one last story when I used to work in telecommunications, uh, I used to work for one of uh, Canada's largest uh, incumbent, so Bell. Uh, and at that time, uh, we, I found, had a lot of customers who would come back to us and complain. And in hindsight now, I, I realized why that happened uh, versus when I worked for my, my second telecommunications company, which was uh, at the time called Win Mobile, now Freedom Mobile. Uh, and despite being a smaller carrier that piggybacked on the infrastructure of other companies, uh, and had smaller reception coverage areas, I found that Win customers or now Freedom Mobile customers tended to be a lot happier than Bell customers. And really this all boils down to how we as reps were trained to set expectations with our customers. When we were working with Bell, we were always told to kind of brag and, and highlight that Bell was one of the largest carriers yet had the best reception coverage in all of Canada. And we often found that, you know, sometimes there are certain areas like in the middle of nowhere in a ski hill uh, or backcountry and people don't get reception and they come back complaining because they have that expectation going in that their, their phone will work anywhere. On the other hand, you know, when I work for uh, Freedom Mobile, we were trained to really educate customers on where your phone will and will not work. What happens if your phone doesn't work? If it's roaming, what does roaming mean? Um, you know, Will you be charged for roaming? How do you disable roaming? Those kind of things. And because our customers were well-informed, their expectations going in was that, oh, my phone might not work in some certain places. And if it doesn't, here's what I can do to get it to work in case of an emergency, or if I don't want to be built with overreach charges. Uh, and what happened then is, you know, sometimes they would go into certain places that they didn't think would have reception and they would be pleasantly delighted. And they would find that, oh, you know what? My, my, my phone works really well on this mountain. And therefore, we get less complaints as well. So at the end of the day, right, keeping happy customers, good retention, all boils down to good setting of expectations and managing those expectations.